Yo, what up guys? Welcome to Faded Town, the number one Pokemon podcast in the world. These are facts. Look them up in a book. Google that shit. Whatever you gotta do. First time watching this, this is our weekly Pokemon breakdown episodes. And from now on, I have these two awesome guys that are gonna join me every week. Isaiah Bradner, we're all ready. Um, if you haven't already, hit that like, subscribe to this. Um, review. Uh, if you're watching, if you're listening audio only on Spotify or on iTunes, if you hit a hit the review button, give me hit me with that five stars. And if you leave a review, I'll read it. So this week we got one. It's from Swin Sanity. It says best Pokemon podcast. I read that in a book. What I tell you guys? I fucking told you, dude. Oh, you're like, <laughs> he literally did it. So, like, it makes sense, you know? I'm not lying here. Um, I think I'm also just going to, if you like and uh, leave a comment on YouTube, there's a chance I'll, I'll put you on the show as well. So, do that as well. Um, not a lot of news this week. Um, pretty pretty boring week in Pokemon, but we had... We'll, we'll start out with the standard format. We had the 3K um, chill TCG cup thing. Did, did you guys mm-hmm. play in that? I, I didn't did wake up that. in time. <laughs> what? I, I did. <laughs> so you played it. I yeah, w- R- R- I'm, I'm glad you didn't wake up in time because I saw the deck you lost to round one. And I would rather you have slept in than taken a loss to what that guy was playing. What? Oh, let me look at my round one pairings. It was it was bad, man. It was bad. Wait, did I play against? I played against uh, uh, Fouché. No, I don't think so. Oh, maybe Magnitude, it was not round one. Magnitude seven. There, there was one round that you lost. Yeah, I played against Fouché round one. <laughs> Dude, what what were you planning on playing? Uh, I think I locked in Aurora Mewtwo. Okay, that's kind of normal for you, right? I was going to play Luke Metal, but yeah. I spent um, five hours making a Dragonite um, Bird Trio deck. <laughs> I stayed up till 3 a.m. building this thing, trying to make it as good as possible. Tournament started at 7 a.m., woke up at 6.30, played the first round, lost, fell asleep. <laughs> We called it a game at that point. I was like, hmm, probably don't don't uh, try to build a deck uh, four hours before the tournament and not sleep. It's not a good idea. <laughs> um, well, how'd you do, Jose? Uh, I didn't do very well. I played ADP. I had some unfortunate draws in Mirror. I lost to two Mirrors. And then I lost to, I think, a Scorch and uh, a Luke Metal, which are about even matchups, so... Right. Didn't didn't go amazing, but I liked my deck. I'm a big fan of ADP personally. I mean, I love the deck. So, dude, the more I like, I know everyone hates on ADP, you know, but like every time I look at the standings, you know, it doesn't look as like dominant as people. It, it doesn't talk really about. do that well, right? Mm-hmm. Like the only like the only argument I see is like it really crushes like single prize decks. Yeah, but it's like. It- that's okay, been a problem, I, right? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's some sort of a problem, but I also don't think that ADP single-handedly crushes one-prizer decks. I think one-prizer decks are just bad in general. Like, the, uh, 
like we one don't prize have decks one. have to be able to beat Eternatus and Picarom and Correct. Luke Metal, and it's almost impossible for them to beat those three decks. Like right. the speed of Picarom, and it has Tag Bolt, which can uh, pretty much slow down any stage two decks. And we have Boss, which can eliminate <clears throat> Mew. So even if you have that counter, that doesn't work as well. And then Eternatus is just so fast; they can switch between multiple E turns. You can't one shot it. They have Stamp, which can slow you down. And Luke Metal just has an, like an impossibly high HP and Melawana, so you can basically negate multiple attacks in a row. So, mm-hmm. I don't think, personally, I think that the ADP shutting down one prize is uh, pretty overblown, and I think that that's going to be seen in the Limitless Online series. I don't think that one prizes are going to do very well. I think that it is going to shift the metagame a little bit, but if you take out any top deck, it's going to shift the metagame. So, I'm... I don't know. I don't really buy into that whole argument. It definitely, like, it, it's hurt one prizer. It's a bad matchup for them. But ADP is not the reason that one prizers can't be played. In right. Right. I think, I think um, <clears throat> the only one prizer that, like, I can see coming to mind uh, now that ADP is, like, shifted out because of the Limitless tournament is the, like, Cinderace deck, the one prize Cinderace deck that kind of, like, people were a little bit hype on when Sword and Shield first dropped. Um, and people didn't, like, people were like, oh, this card's good because it has the... Um, like it has the acceleration, it has Last the damage, ability, like yeah. yeah, like it has it has yeah. things that it can do. But uh because of ADP and like just the fact that it isn't hitting enough damage, it was struggling. But now you have Snorlax too. So you can actually set up pretty consistently and maybe do something with the Cinderace. Um but that being said again, you're only hitting one ninety, so you have to two shot everything. You do beat Luke Metal, which is good. Um if they're not playing coding energy. Yeah. But Peak Rom and Eternus are probably still hard, especially because Pigram has tag bolt plays. True. And it's like, when I, didn't they like make that card have two retreat costs too? Or like it got eroded? I think eroded? it was a different, different, I think it was different, different. different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I was like, well, I don't know. I remember seeing it. It's one that just that. wasn't played ever. Okay. Yeah, like it was just like the most <laughs> random card. But it was, kind of, it was weird that like it got printed in Japan, but it somehow didn't get printed in English. So like it was on all the Japanese card scans, but then when it got moved to English, it just didn't get copied over. That's weird. Yeah. yeah, like I think this is my personal opinion. I think when the whole ADP thing got blown up and everybody hates it, I really think people were playing the game wrong. I really think that you're over benching your Dedenes, you're over benching these small prizes, and you're getting punished by boss's order. And you're just sitting here and just saying that it's ADP's fault. And it's like. But if you look at like decks like Picarom, who are have a really good matchup against ADP because they don't overbench to Dennis, they make you play this prize race and, and they beat that deck pretty consistently. It's like how is how can you look at that and go, you know, ADP's still the problem? Like I don't know. I think you're well, the problem. I think that I think that there is some truth in what they're saying because ADP does speed up the game quite a lot like it it makes the game basically take half the time maybe a little bit less than than half depending on how you take your knockout but it takes around half the time you would take to win a normal game and that means that your opponent has to play at the same pace as you and if you're using the denes and crobats and research and you're prohibiting your opponent from doing it because anytime they bench it you can just gust it up then that is quite a big advantage for you so i do think that it speeds up the game to a pace where most opponents have to play the denes so there is something there where uh, ADP is a problem, but I do agree that there is ways that you can build your deck around it. Like we've seen, Eternatus has been doing very well recently. That can just blow up the ADP on turn two. Like you said, I actually think that um, 
that ADP lists aren't really being worked on, which is also a problem. I think ADP could be a lot better than it is, but people just don't care to work on it. So decks like Pikram have capitalized on old lists. Pikram is doing very well against it. Now even Luke Middle playing Hammers has a pretty good matchup. So I agree that there are definitely ways to counter it, and people have found those. And as a result, ADP really has not been doing very well recently. Yeah. The biggest thing is, like, in like you said, kind of the people are not working towards it, Isaiah. Like, in a in an actual tournament circuit format where like we have regionals on a weekly basis or a bi-weekly basis like we used to, we would have players like you, Jimmy, like all these groups that would work very hard to counter what's the best deck. So like we never saw the same deck stay at the top for very long. But because there's uh not the same level of motivation currently going on, um we don't really see that right now because yeah. there's no like there's nothing to really put all your like because when you're putting all your effort in, there was a 5k price tag in the prestige of winning a regionals on the end of the line. But and there, like, there are multiple 5k. Like you have this week, then next yeah. week, right? Like, um, for example, like the the um, the Trevnor deck you guys played in St. Louis, like that deck was like very well thought out. The list was very good. There was a lot of effort put in. Uh, same with like the Tina Chomp deck that Justin won with in San Diego, like and Xander's deck from uh, Daytona. Like all those decks are like. A lot of thought were put in, a lot of effort was put in, and like you could tell, like within a week, so much had changed mentality-wise in a lot of these players. But looking at these online tournament results, it doesn't seem like week to week uh, things are changing much. It's kind of just like a copy and paste the list. It's already working. Change a card or two, maybe, and we'll just slap it and run with it because there's no way to accurately gauge a meta. There's no way to accurately like, like there's no reason to put that effort in right now unless you're really, really trying to improve as a player. Yeah, I do think there are some. There are obviously some moments where players make a, a huge change to decks, or where there are um, a big change. But I do agree, there definitely isn't as much effort being put in, especially when, like you said, you're putting the effort in, and then you're just playing in a bunch of tournaments that have PTCGO packs as rewards, right? That just isn't a lot of. You don't get the same outcome, even when you, even if you find this broken deck, you're gonna play it, you're gonna win a bunch of packs, or not, not even that many packs, and then everyone else gets access to it anyways, right? So. Yeah. It's like just, uh, not as much motivation. In a weird way, like right now, if you have something broken, it's probably best to hold it for Player Cup yeah, three quals, like because sure, sure. that's coming up in less than a month. So like, uh, we're going to be playing this format for the quals as well as the bracket stage, I believe. Um, we get shiny star V, I believe, but I don't really know what that adds to the pool. I think it's all I reprints. No I think there's I, like I one or two different. cards. The, there's Ditto, but I don't know how sure. impactful that oh, will be. Yeah, um, yeah but. But other than that, we don't really get anything, so we don't even need to see the impact of single strike, rapid strike, whatever, until uh, the top four finals phase again. So, like, if you have something you've actually broken the meta with, like, why waste it on packs? Um, why not just save it for tournaments? And even if you're doing tournaments, like, you know, you could just do it off stream, play it at odd hours or you wouldn't hit other players. And unless, like, like from my experience playing um, Players Cup 2 with the 50 keys, like, <clears throat> I didn't hit that many, like, notable players. And even if I did... It was kind of like an unspoken agreement that we wouldn't like tweet out what we were playing until the very end. Like I hit Frank Parasic a couple times and he was playing Santa Scorch and I was playing Luke Metal. So I obviously got clapped a couple times. But like <laughs> Frank and I would like just DM each other on Facebook and then move on with our day. Like I, he wouldn't go on Twitter and be like, Rahul's playing Luke Metal. I wouldn't go on Twitter and be like, Frank's playing Luke Metal or Santa Scorch. I don't think Whereas, people like, would do that, right? But, it, but in an actual tournament, people do that. <laughs> On Twitter, I think, I think it's a little <laughs> easier to do it in person, you know? They're, you're sitting yeah, in a yeah, room. It, no, no, in an actual tournament still, like, I remember multiple times, like, during the actual season, we'd be playing, like, a deck, and, like, by round two or three, someone would have, like, tweeted it out, like, Xander Perot is playing this Oh, yeah, 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 yes, yes. Oh, yes, yeah. like, okay. Pokey, Pokey Stats does that 
a yes. lot. Yes. I okay. When you say it like that, like mid tournament, yes. But, like, but there's a there's an aura of secrecy here, and then obviously when you get to the bracket stage, it's open deck list, so yeah. anyone can go check anyone's list. Yeah. So at that point, it honestly doesn't matter because you're locked. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, like we. I was talking to um, who did I have? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, fucking Jesper. I had Jesper. We were talking about that, and like the way you, the lack of motivation, is like the way you said that is like the thing we should have said last week. It's like, it's just, it's just not there. You know, it's as much as like, cause you, I, I mean, I used this example last time you have like Danny Altavia who literally was like, oh, I'm playing mad party for the rest of the year because <laughs> it's fun. It's like in a real, in like, if we were having a real, he would not play that. He would never play that. Yeah. He would be grinding and he would get 9 million points and you would, you would have a problem with Danny. And right now you're like, oh, Danny's playing Mad Party, which is still a problem. Danny's a great player. So, like, you just got to be ready for that. But it's just that's that's kind of the setting we're in. We're in a, a weird spot where, like, people want to talk about how, like, I mean, we're getting more play. If you're consistently playing in tournaments every day, basically, because you could, you're probably yep. getting more play than you could have ever got ever. But it's yep. just not at that level, you know? And there's like a big, there's a stark difference, in my opinion, between any form of online play whatsoever and IRL competitive experience, even if it be a League Challenge or a League Cup. I think the fastest way to grow as a player is having that experience. And I think what we're playing online is akin to playing like a League Cup right now, which is still not bad experience. It's just, you're not getting that <clears throat> same level of regional or like national or world experience. You're getting a chance to play against a lot of really good players um, in your element, which is a big like thing to know, but like... It's it's a very big difference between getting thrown into the fire and just learning on the on the fly, basically. I agree. I've, I think everyone I've had on this podcast has pretty much agreed on that. It's, but to be honest, the people that I have on this podcast are are really good players that aren't taking it as serious. So it's like I don't know. I don't know how. We'll see how. Like that's always the thing. We'll see how it transfers once once we get real play back. Yep. And, yep. It'd be cool to see some new faces. I'm excited. You know, and a I, year a year is a very long time, and we're going a year plus probably. So, mm-hmm. um, a lot of things will change, and a lot yeah. of people will change, especially yeah. when we the, come back. Like, who's gonna play? We don't even know. You know, like mm-hmm. before this all ended, there uh, multiple people like Ang, John Ang, Will Jenkins. They all told me they were done. They're done. Yeah. This is it, and it's like. No, they're not. The problem is if you come back and, um, well, I mean, getting this year break helps a lot of people because mentally a lot of people felt like they were being forced into the game. So like players like Jimmy and Igor, I know, for example, were like very much done. Like they were actually done, done. Like Igor was ready to not come back to tournaments. And he was like, like, he's like, screw top 16. I'm out. Like, I don't want to do this. It's not good for my mental health. Like, and, but a year could be a very long time. I haven't talked to him in a year, obviously, but, uh, given a year of break away from the game, taking a step back focusing on your life and like whatever you need to do, make advancements in and come back. Like that could be the break that a lot of players needed, the motivation a lot of players needed. Like I'm pretty hungry to come back and play obviously, but sitting at home and playing online has not been the same level of like, I can't get there, you know? No, I agree. It's basically like, um, yeah, it's like, it's like blue balls, honestly. It's super. It's <laughs> like, I don't know when I talk, like, I don't know when I talk to our wolf, our wolf puts things in perspective so much for me. It's like, I'm like, dude, you're right. Like, it's 
<laughs> it's just not there. Like, I'm like, because I have the same thoughts, but I don't say it the same way. I'm like, when he's like, it's just not, we're, we're not in the same area. I'm like, and then he starts talking about fucking tournaments. And I'm like, dude, like, it literally gives you like chills. I'm like, I, like you, we took that shit so, for granted so hard. Like, just being in a big ass arena, it's not even like a, a hall with a bunch of people competing is like, yeah, you'd like die for that at this point. It's like, give me that. I want that. You know, it's crazy. Um, well, we got ADP getting banned next. It, does anyone know exactly how this is working? Is it just the Limitless tournament that's banning this? Hexter uh, so also far. did it. Hexter's doing <laughs> okay. it? Okay. it had, really? There was a, he tweeted something. I didn't actually read it. I just assumed <laughs> it was a ban. He uh, tweeted something. <laughs> we get us. Welcome, welcome to the podcast, sir. It's, it's bro science, but it's pretty close. <laughs> but, oh, wait, uh, here he he's looking. If we got... I'm also trying to find it real quick. I don't okay. I think I went too far. ADP will remain legal for Hexers. Okay. Hexers okay. legal. So just limitless. Yeah. What What are you guys' opinion on that? Do you think, um, like, why? Like, what's a, what, is there a point of that at all? Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, it, you can go, guys. No, no, you can go. But, um, I don't know. Like, it's not going to change a lot, but, I think having at least one tournament circuit series where we have an, a quote-unquote alternate format will be fun. Like, it's not going to, I think, change too much. Like, Pika is still going to be, like, dominant, big daddy number one kind of thing. Like, Baby Bombs will just get more free reign. Um, maybe we'll see, like, the decks like Cinderace and Mad Party start, like, placing top 32, top 16, whatever. But otherwise, it's, like, not much is going to change. But it introduces an alternate format, so we might see like a little bit of variations in deck building, which is like the only cool thing about it. Right. Do you think like I I like I I think like doing something like Pablo's doing where it's like sword and shield on, like would just be a lot better than just banning ADP. Like it's a it's a new format, but like is it it's not like you got rid of one card that like okay. hasn't uh, been dominant, you know? I, I think I mean I think that they're doing it for one reason is that this has been called for for a long time. People have been having like this ban ADP movement for for months now. Pretty much all throughout the pandemic, people have been begging for Pokemon to ban ADP. So I think that Limitless is saying, well, you know, we're going to give it a chance at least, right? Um, they have the power to. They might as well. And I think that they want to they want to continue running tournaments in like the two formats, standard and expanded, so it's a little bit easier for people to play in. I think that's why they don't do the the next format thing like Tablemon. And it also does help you get practice for upcoming tournaments. So I think that's why they're keeping it in this format. But um, yeah, my thoughts on ADP ban. I, I've been talking about this on Twitter recently. I actually think that Zacian is a better ban than ADP if you want to ban a card. Because in my opinion, Luke Metal is actually a, a lot more restrictive than ADP is in this current format. Because... Luke Metal and Zacian, they essentially lock out two and, like, one, two, and three prize decks in different ways, right? You have Zamazenta, which makes multiple decks like Dragapult and Colossal just unplayable. And then you have Zacian which met with Metal Goggles, which one-shots all of their two prizers and then can't be one-shot back, so it trades positively with two prizers. And if one prizers can't do enough to two-shot even through Metal Goggles and Full Metal Wall and even Malolana sometimes, then they're just going to get beat by, by Luke Metal Zacian. Now, the deck obviously isn't perfect. It can lose to 
a variety of decks. It doesn't have the best draw engine, but I think the deck is very restrictive in the current metagame. And that's not to say that ADP isn't. There are decks that ADP pretty much locks out of the game because they can't beat it. But I think that Luke Metal um, actually takes more decks out of the game, which is, I guess, not in... It's an underappreciated, um, I guess, underrealized point. Uh, but I think that we can just take both those decks out of the game, remove Zacian, and then everything would become a lot more interesting. Zacian is just pretty much the best card, maybe the best Pokemon printed ever. I mean, it has an insane ability. It's an Agreed. insane attack. Metal Saucer works with it. So I think that taking that out would be great for the game. It would still let ADP be in format. I don't think that's an issue. I think ADP is an okay card. As you saw, like Xander's ADP deck was pretty cool. But once you had this huge rush down ADP, that's kind of where it became an issue. So I think that if you remove Zacian, it'll slow down the game a bit. It'll make the game uh, a lot better. It'll introduce a ton of new decks in the metagame. And I think it's just overall better than, than banning ADP and making Luke Metal even better. Absolutely agree. Yeah, I think um, people need to look at that perspective more because you, like ADP was not a problem when I threw my Keldeo out there. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're playing we're playing the long game here, you know. But yep. when you throw a Zacian with with Metal Saucer and and Energy uh, Switch, now I get turn one ADP GX. Yeah, exactly. And then turn two, I'm doing two fifty. And, yeah, and or 260. Wasn't a, it wasn't a problem before because it couldn't one-shot. So mm-hmm. it kind of evened the tempo of the game because other decks could one-shot, but ADP couldn't one-shot. So even though they were taking an extra prize card, it somewhat evened out, yeah. right? And there were decks like Malamar that had a bad matchup to it um, because they were a one-prize deck, but they tried to include Latios' counters. But just like you said, once you had Zacian, the deck just got so much faster, so much more consistent. Mm-hmm. Intrepid Sword, Energy Switch, you can easily power up your attacker with... Yeah if I touch on your Luke metal thing is I think a lot of people look at that as like that GX is so defensive. So like, we're not gonna, I'm not worried about it. It's defensive, but like people don't realize how toxic that is. Like I was playing just really Isaiah's point. Like I, um, I, for players cup too, like I said, I thought I was a bad player. Like I didn't put a lot of effort in, but I literally just worked on a Luke metal list and just outplayed people because people were playing worse simply because you could if you just knew like the only trait i have from playing for so long is knowing how to resource manage better than a lot of players so when you're playing on an online format where people don't know what they're doing all i had to do is resource manage in these like best of like one bracket stages where people don't know my list i don't know their list but i can pretty accurately assume what's going on and just by using luke metals gx accurately and then using like metal goggles plus samazenta like samazenta just gave me auto wins like through some bracket stages um Luke Metal's GX plus Crushing Hammer gave me some wins just automatically. And, like, the fact that I could just sit there behind these Polka Dolls and just Zacian every turn, it's, like, absolutely stupid. Like, that might be, like, Isaiah said, the most <laughs> broken card that's ever been printed. Yeah. Like, like, I can't even think. Like, when you look at a card like that, it's, like, not only does it draw cards, it accelerates energy to itself, and it has a potential of one-shot anything. And you give it resources. Like like goggles and and, and uh, saucer, so it's like yeah. I don't, it's, it's just better than any defensive deck that's ever been printed, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, a... I do think that ADP is like a more broken card, which is why there's a movement to ban it. But you don't need to necessarily ban a card just because it's broken. I I think that Shaman X was maybe I think that that might actually be the most broken card of all time that was printed. Um, at least in the current format, like black and white on Shaman X completely changed the game. And that card was legal for the entirety of its run. So 
you know, if we can let yeah. a card like that stay printed, then I think that um, we don't necessarily need to ban ADP, even though it's a broken card. Like, the attack is the best attack, I think, ever printed, just face value, just take an extra prize. It's literally insane. But um, I think that it can be... I, I think it's... I, I guess it's a, it's not as good a deck as the card is itself. When, even like, it's a good deck. When you start comparing it to, like, Shaman, like, Shaman's an engine. It could be put in everything. It, like, it's just... Like, there's no comparison. You can't just throw ADP yeah. into any deck and win. You could throw... You yeah. pretty, You had to throw. You had no choice. You had to throw Shamans in all your decks. Yeah. Or yeah. you're going to lose. Like, yeah. it only, like that card could be $200. It doesn't... You have to get two or three of them. It was very expensive. Yeah. yeah. I remember the, it was like $50 to $100 yeah. for a single well, Shaman. It was crazy. And, and there was never a thought of like, hey, we... we Let's go. Let's talk about getting rid of Shaman. It was like, nah. I want to be fast. I want to be fun, you know. And personally, I love that. I love the fast fun thing when it's not toxic. And I think we're in um, a power creep era where we're taking three prizes on on a single knockout, and it it, it feels a lot more toxic. Like in the Shaman era, you're going fast. You take two prizes. You still got to take two more. The game's not over, you know. But in this one, it's like turn two. I knocked out your Dedene. Half the game's over. I could win on the next turn. You know, and it, like that. Cha- that that becomes so toxic in people's heads. It's like, oh, this deck's retarded. I don't want to do this. It's stupid. And it's like, I don't know. That that, that has a lot to do with power creep. And I don't. I think Pokemon will figure something out. Out. And I think they have. Like, um, if you look at Tablemon's. Um, format like we had just the zations decks for, like the first one then then like we had cinder ace come in and it, it oh i looked at the results i watched uh, my buddy playing it and the format looked a lot slower um the hps are so high you're 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 actually grinding out uh games so i think there's hope for the format one you know? One funny thing is, uh, the most recent one was actually won by by Straightization. So yeah, uh, the most recent standard thing. So even without ADP or Luke Metal, Zacian uh, yeah. is still taking down. Taking like, down if you go like two, two, two of them back when it first started, I think the top ten were Straightization decks, all of them. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. just so much better it. than everything else. Yeah. yeah, and then it took like all the Zacians won, and then people are like, "All right, let's play Cinderace," and they're like smack Zation in the face. Well, one but, thing that's interesting is there's actually no way to remove coding energy past rotation. So I'm not sure why Zation, straight Zation hasn't included any of that to counter the Cinderace because there's no way to remove it. So if you just put it on the Zation, they can't kill it. Yeah, because Tina's gone. Tina's gone. Yeah. Tina's gone. Hammer's gone. See, that that just like says like, <clears throat> like we said, the motivation to build the best deck is just not there. You know? Eventually... So now, when you say something like that, now I I think in my head we're in trouble. We we play Zations. Everyone's <laughs> playing Zations because like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do against that? It, it it two shots everything. It's faster than anything. Huh. But by the time that happens, who knows what kind of cards we'll have? Um, yeah, out of styles, right? Yep. Who knows? I like, dude. I love the concept of that. But every time I look at the cards, I'm like. Man, we got to we Bow Styles is like give me that stuff in like August when we rotate because like I just don't see it beating anything. I, I mean, that, you, 
I think some of it's kind of cool. I mean, the there's that one double energy that's really broken, and then there's yeah. like a stage. <clears throat> I think there's a stage one VMAX that does 122 places and it's fighting. So yeah, I like that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, think that's I think the the most. Uh, but, but then it's like then it's like that's a VMAX. So it's never gonna be Luke Metal, and there's there's just so much. I mean, we have a, a we have a lot of broken decks in our format, so I think it's gonna be hard for a new deck to beat all of them. But I have hope that this mechanic will be popular like the Ultra Beast mechanic was. I liked the Ultra Beast mechanic. I thought it was yeah. pretty cool. Um, they all. I, I thought it was really uh, interesting how they made them all have attacks that revolve around prize cards. I thought that was kind of impressive how they had so many different attacks. And uh, then they also made good cards that made the decks actually work, right? You, and they were splashable, kind of, which was neat. But uh, mm-hmm. I hope that Battle Styles is something like Ultra Beast where there's a bunch of good cards and we can actually use them, not just yeah, throwing cards. I'm very interested to see like what the rest of the set entails because they're slowly like leaking, I guess, uh, more and more of the cards that are coming. And like it feels like there's like an equivalent exchange type of supporter on each end, but they're making both sides unique enough to the point where um, you have to decide how you want to play the deck or how you want to play the game, which is something that we have not really done in a few sets where like each new set has just blindly introduced an archetype and said, here, go play Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and we're finally in a position where like we have to kind of semi decide like how we want to play the game again, which has not happened in quite a while. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think um the Archies and, and Maxi versions of cards that came out <laughs> with the set is actually so much more healthier than the way it was done before because like they can decide which cards basically work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't. Yeah, because it, it's limited to this certain set of cards mm-hmm. that you can get out on turn one. You can't get out any fighting Pokemon or any water Pokemon. Yeah, I agree. which I, agree. I don't know. Like it, that makes me scared because we might just not get uh, ever get like a super strong stage two, which like doesn't seem like Pokemon really wants to do that anyways. But I don't think we go back to that for a while. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't look like it's ever going to that direction, which. Makes me feel like that card just isn't going to be played because if you look at Maxis and Archies, it really it, it was really about putting a really strong ability out onto the field. Yeah, Archeops, Galade, yep. um, Blastoise, obviously. Yep. So. It's just Empoleon. Like, there's, yep. So, I don't know. I love that card, but I don't think it'll get played. Um, I think... I think the future of standard is is gonna be fun um, as long as these first strike cards are are playable and and we're not just getting dominated by something else which hasn't come out yet. But I'm excited. I, like when when I seen that trailer, like the it was like a freaking video game trailer. Which that, was dude, like, that trailer was really well done. I was extremely right? impressed. I, it was actually insane. Like. But I don't know. Pokemon really doesn't do that for a card game, and yeah, when they put that, that out, it was insane. cool. Yeah, yeah. Like that got me really hyped. Actually, I was like, "Dave, we gotta <laughs> wait till March." What is this? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm going to the store right now. I'm about to wait live. <laughs> Dude, I already pre-ordered my box. I'm hoping it gets Let's here. Let's go. Because I like, I really want to crack it. I don't know what's in it, but like, it feels like there's gonna be enough new cards. With the mechanics and stuff that's going to be like cool enough to where like it'll be fun to open and read everything yeah because it feels like every card's got a wall of text so do like, you guys ever should... like not want to get leaked because i know as competitive uh, players like leaks are like i don't i don't think i've ever not leaked myself when, but when during the actual competitive season i try to stay as far away 
uh, from new cards as possible. Really? Just because, like, I don't, like, it's just useless information for me at the time, right? Like, I don't want that, like, extra information because I'm not just, like, full-time Pokemon, right? I have I have work and other stuff I'm dealing with in life. So, like, when someone's like, oh, what are your thoughts on this card? I'm like, I don't have any thoughts yet because um, I have a regionals this weekend that's in this current format. That being said, if we go into a position like maybe like post Dallas, right, where we have a full month until Oceania, and then I get the tan- like chance to sit down and look at the new cards, I'll do like an honest set review type of deal with myself, um, kind of like brainstorm what cards could be good, could not be good. Like it's like Sam Chad and I do the same thing where he like <clears throat> sees cards like Nine Tails and he's like, this has potential. Like this is a playable card. It might not be amazing, but this is a playable card. And then I'll just buy every playable. Like I'll literally just buy play sets because on the off chance that we can make it work, it makes it work. And then um, usually I'll cover my bases with that. And then figuring out the combos and stuff is what you get through testing. Yeah. I don't know. I've... Uh, I, Go ahead. Uh, I usually don't search. Uh, I usually don't like look for card reviews. If we're in the middle of the season, sometimes I'll see broken cards that get revealed that people are raving about. Like yeah. I saw the new Zacian sword. I don't remember when that came out, but I know <laughs> I looked at that. The one that like adds 30 damage. So I remember when That's that card came out, but I, I, I don't usually take a ton of time to read the new set. Sometimes I glance over it, but most of the time, kind of like Rahul said, if people are like, what are your thoughts on the new set? My response will usually be, I haven't read the set yet. Yeah, right. I don't know. I th- I, li- I like the aspect of, because like I do it, I try to do it with the video games. Like when there's a new gen, I try to, it's so hard because we're so caught up in this um, Twitter, Twitter world of Pokemon where like, if yeah. you ever look at p- Twitter, you're going to, get spoiled no matter what um Mm -hmm. but like i don't know if you guys have ever done it but if you've ever played a new gen pokemon game and not got leaks it is like 10 times more fun you're like (laughs) what is this pokemon yeah i didn't know like when i played sword and shield i didn't really pay attention to leaks besides like the one or two trailers or whatever they showed us like the starters and stuff i'm like okay i know these but i didn't know anything else and sword and shield came out like right after laic or like during the weekend of laic so I was just playing it on the flight back, and I was like, I don't know what the hell's going on in this <laughs> right? game. Like, I'm like, what are, like, half these Pokemon? Like, Who is that a squirrel? Guys? Like, what? What? Yeah. It's a, and uh, I, I mean, I, I, like, the only things I knew were, like, starters and, like, that Wooloo was a Pokemon. And um, that uh, the decks was short. And that's, like, the only three things I knew. Right. And, like, that being away from the card game um, the last, what, seven months, that that's <laughs> happened to me where... I'm like, someone will like, all right. They're like, oh, you playing? I'm like, sure, let's play. And they're like, well, here's this card. And I read it. I'm like, this is printed? What is this? <laughs> what? You got? I don't even want to play. Like, they show me yeah. something. I'm like, the hell? It's, which, like, I don't know. It's so much more fun. Because, like, I don't know. when Because I, I do content creation. So, basically, you kind of got to stay on pace if you want to talk about this stuff. So, I basically know... Like, oh, this leaked, let me read this whole thing. So, I know everything. So, there's no, like, what is this card? It's like, I know this card. And, like, it's not as fun. But Yeah, I've been, because of my coming back to content creation as well, I've been, like, looking at the leaks and, like, actually enjoying them a little bit more with, like, battle styles and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, I think if you are um, looking at leaks, it's so much, it's, it's fun if you get involved. Like, there's conversations that happen on Twitter, it's fun. Like... It, it it does if you just sit there and like take in the leaks and it is what it is you won't enjoy it. it you don't enjoy it but if you join a conversation it's I don't know it's a lot more fun and mm. I recommend that <clears throat> but uh 
let's uh let's hop into expanded there wasn't a lot i think stefan ivanoff's doing like a whole expanded article um i guess he's dove yeah, he super is. hard into it lately um i think tag teams still rule um expanded which if like the more we talk about tag teams is just so it's just an example of how good those cards are um when they got printed we looked at them i, I remember being at worlds and seeing that the picaram and going oh that's pretty good you know like yeah. now now we're what two years later and i'm like oh wait that actually is super toxic and it's super broken and it's been dominating for two years straight and if you look at uh expanded it's dominating that format it's dominating standard still um yeah you have like tina chomp that's dominating as well um, yeah tina chomp and peek on like you said uh yep. The, the big two decks can expand it. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, Tina Tom is just so... I mean, both of those decks, but especially Tina Tom is just such a broken deck. Like, I mean, you do 240 in one turn, From you one turn. Like, roxing damage around. that that That's one of my favorite decks that's come out recently. I absolutely love that. Yeah. The Tina Chump Roxy deck, personally. Like, yeah, that deck was it, so cool. Yeah, that deck was so cool. Like, um, I really like the way they, they, they went with the Colossal deck um, to counter it, you know? Because like two forty doesn't knock that Pokemon out. It's um yeah. it has a lot of healing options. There's mm-hmm. there's there's ways to play around it. But I think it's gonna take time, um, for these V Max Pokemon to come out. Um to to compete with tag teams at that level. I mean Expanded gives you so much options to but the only like options you have to survive these these tag teams is to have insane hp you need to because 240 turn one is like what do you like you're, there's yeah, not you there's not many answers to this there's yep. just not and do you guys think the do you ban like tag teams like this because it it, it becomes so toxic or do you no. just play it I mean, Expanded's kind of just crazy like it is. I've heard uh, from a lot of people that Expanded's a lot more fun than Standard. I've never I've played a game for Expanded. Ex- or sorry, Expanded in this current format. So <clears throat> I've heard it's a little bit better than Standard. I I mean, free prizes are just generic. Like, at a very base level, free prizes are bad for the game because anytime you increase the prize count, I think that the game gets a bit worse because games are faster, there's not as many decisions, Especially when you have uh, gusting effects in the game, which I personally like gusting effects. But when you have gusting effects, it's the same thing. You can just drag up the free prizer. You don't. You can kind of ignore the rest of the things. But um, even though it makes the game worse, I don't think that it's it's worth like mass banning all tag teams and VMAXs. because there's always going to be some some uh, problem at the end of the day, right? So you'd have to ban like an infinite amount of cards to erase all of the broken decks. Right. I think um, expanded has so many cards. I've- and, like, we don't play it that often, and we really haven't played it in, like, a year, easily. Yeah. I guess the last event was Denver. technically expected, but... Yeah, well, Dallas? Collinsville, Collinsville. Collinsville? Okay. That, that's, like, a year, you know? And yeah. I think if we just explore expanding more, I think people will counter stuff. Like, to it's just how expanded it is. There's so many options... And there's so many broken things that people, it just takes a, a good mind to be able to stop like a good deck. And like things just don't stay at the top of that format. 
forever. I mean, Picarom, uh, it's hard. It's hard to stop that, especially how many tools it's got. It expanded its side. Yeah, thing, things do stay on top for a long time. Like, I think yeah. Nightmarch and Toad were top decks in that format for Well, they're top forever. decks, but it wasn't, like, dominating, you know? But, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, There's. I don't really even know if there's anything. There's not really anything dominating right now. I think that, no. well, apparently there's a bunch of different decks. Like I said, I've never really played it. Yeah. But I've, I've been playing a little bit, but not, like, in a competitive setting. I've been, uh, I've been like, late night just kind of, like, vibing and, like, talking to people. And, like, at the point where I'm, like, too tired to do anything else, I'll, like, I don't know why, but I boot up PTCGO. And then I uh, <laughs> go with Expanded <laughs> Tournament to you. And then I'll play Expanded. And I've been playing, like... I don't know, there's a lot of really cool decks, and, like, a lot of decks seem viable because you have so many, like, support engine. Like, you have everything besides Shaman, basically. And, like, there's so many decks that, like, do stuff. And, like, Colossal, like, Picaram, Turbo Dark, like, Agrao, um, Dragapult, paired with, like, things like Garbodor, Tina Chomp. Like, there's all these decks that could do something. Um, I think I saw Mad Party doing well, too. Like, um, so it's not like there's, like, an inherent gatekeep, but it feels like... Uh, all the decks are so, like, power crept to the point where they can meet each other. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like they can actually meet each other because Lele, Dedenne, and Crobat all exist in the same format. So it's not like you're ever starved for options on how to set up and where to go. And having cards like Battle Compressor means you're inherently more consistent, like Battle Compressor plus Via Seeker. Um, like, yeah, just just stuff like that. And then Alternate Cosmo is just, like, probably the king of, like, one prize decks. Um, so, like, having ADP be, like, not as strong because... Just by taking a turn to GX, you're already too slow in yeah. that format. It's true. I think Which, it's so like it's fun. Yes, right. Like people think that that having so many options is toxic, and I think it it just brings out, especially like in the best players, they they're gonna find like the the craziest stuff, and they're like like before Tina Trump was a deck, like that was off the radar. No one even thought about that. And then you go, like, Coco onto this and turn one two forty, And, like, that just blows people's minds. You know? You're like, oh. Yeah. And, like, your average player is not going to see that. So, it's it's so cool that you have so many options, you know? I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. Standard is cool because it's limited. Um, as long as the cards. That's the problem. It's like, it can be sh- really crappy or it can be really good. And the only way... Expanded is really bad is when people break it. Like when they break it, then it's like, okay, there's a problem. But usually that is met with a ban, which mm-hmm. is a lot more healthier than like, all right, we're just we have these cards, this is what we'll play with. Hopefully we get better cards later. Like Yeah. I've always been a fan of Expanded and like someone posted a Blastoise list. That, and Blastoise at one of these tournaments got like top top four. I was like, all right, I'm like, all right, I, I'm like, all right. We can't Archie's turn one anymore, and we still get in top four. Okay, maybe maybe this format's awesome. Um, but and then there was news where we had all those banned cards, and Japan um, finally met or they they met the same bands. Um, that's always been like a thing where we compare our formats to Japan's formats and yeah. ev- everyone always talks about how they're eventually going to meet and we're going to be even. Do you guys think that's ever going to happen? I I have literally have absolutely no idea. Right? So I could I could not tell you uh, I could not tell you 
any thoughts because I have like, no thoughts. So. Do you think we'll ever get the same um, um, sets out as soon as they come out? No, I don't think so. We won't ever get the sets coming out at the same time. They're always going to get first, but I mean, they could like like quicken the rate maybe, or at least make the legal legality legality. I don't know how you say that word. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's uh, right. At least make that the same, but. I kind of think it's good that our formats are different because if our formats weren't different, then we'd kind of get like three months of Japan playing our format, and then we would kind of get the format second. Yeah. So I think that kind of happened like a really long time ago, and like it just wasn't like like that. That's when people like who had the access to information back then like were able to do stuff. Yeah. Um, and like that's not the case anymore because information's so readily available now. So it's like a yeah. yeah. But what if but what I, if actually, what if they came out at the same time? Like, so you're not. I mean, it'll, it'll be tough because, like, I mean, if Japan. that actually happens, then that would be great. But I don't think yeah. that could happen. Like, because I, I had this argument with Jasper about it because he was like, he his argument was like, if you play, if you got all your points in expanded tournaments, you should be able to go to Worlds because <laughs> it's a standard tournament. And I was like, well, Japan plays a whole different format. Like, what are you trying to say? Yeah, how are they not Like, they got to backtrack, like, three months to even get back to our format. Like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, different card games where Worlds is a completely new format. Uh, like, I think I remember Brad uh, qualified for Force of Will, I want to say, Worlds. And for Force of Will, they would get there, and day one was draft format. And then day two was they were given a playset of every card in the brand new set that nobody got to see until that morning, and they had like an hour to build decks. Oh my god! And like that was the tournament. Like something like that would be super cool, but super stressful to be a player in. Super stressful and like and expensive for Pokemon. Well, well yeah, I don't, for <laughs> I don't think they would. They have to have they yeah. have to have all the all the cards like all the what's yeah. all the cards on hand. But yeah. Now that we have like four hundred card sets, yeah. I don't know. I think I've always been a fan of, um, like, having the best play against the best. And when you, when you do stuff like that, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I think I love that it's standard. It would be cool if it was expanded. If we had expanded worlds, I think it would be amazing. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't think that would be great. I, well, first of all, it would just put Europe at such a disadvantage because we've played it uh, the entire year, and then I think that it's uh, a little bit better to have a standard world than an expanded one, because sometimes there are, as you said, like, super broken decks and expanded, and it, it makes it a little bit more interesting if it's uh, kind of, you have a limited card pool with this new set. It makes it, especially because I, I like when Worlds in, introduces a new set, so I wouldn't want there to be a new set introduced, and then there's just a Trevnor, and that completely destroys the event. I think it's a little bit more interesting when you have to look for decks. Yeah. And make them. I, I really like, I mean... As a player, it's been incredibly stressful, I'm not going to lie to you, but like, it's very cool to have them make us already work with a brand new format or a brand new set, which is like something that hasn't been done in a very, like, like that started happening very recently. It's been forcing players to be more innovative. Um, and they rotate. The and they, they rotate, rotate yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like this year, like Henry Brand's like Mewtwo deck was like one of the most refined lists I had seen out there. It's like actually insane how good it was. Um, like, look, looking at his list compared to Robin's, for example, like you could tell that like everyone was on the right idea or like the right track, but Henry Put was like two steps ahead. Yeah. And then like the, the judge Picaram deck that kind of, it came out like last minute, that deck was very cool as well because it focused on, we're not going to do what we want to do very well, 
but we're going to stop every other deck from doing what they want to do. Um, and then uh, you had players like me who are fixated on Greenzard, and then you had players who opted like to go for the 18 fire energy, like, I'm just going to go like full turbo aggro on you, like towards deck. And then like, we saw all these... Yeah, and like we saw all these decks clash, and like Guardian was a little bit slept on, and that came in and dominated day one. And like we we saw a lot of different regions like have their own take on the metagame. Like we saw Australia come in with a heavy Malamar mindset. Like they all came in thinking Malamar was the best deck. And then we had Japan come in with Malamar and Guardian as their top decks. And then we had like, uh, for example, DDG or like the Jimmy group, uh, Jimmy Caleb group. They didn't think Mewtwo was a deck. They didn't expect the Pika deck. They thought the biggest deck would be Greenzard. A lot of players I talked to thought the biggest deck would be like Greenzard and stuff like that. Um, which just goes to show like how much can change with a new set, a new rotation, and just a simple day one of Worlds impacting yeah. it without being offensive, what I consider to be the main event. Yes, I agree. Like, wow. and I, like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I like the rotation a lot. I think Rotation Worlds is super cool. I like it... For, I I think that there definitely needs to be a format change for Worlds, whether it be introducing a new set or rotating. I think that just switches it up. It definitely keeps it from getting stale, and then um, definitely puts in the it rewards players who put in the work going in. And I liked the rotation uh, personally, just because it was kind of the biggest change that you can have, right? You have an entirely new rotation, you have a new set, and so it incentivizes players. Really, you have to find out what's good because you lost so many key pieces. Right, and I think it, it even the playing field. I think that that is like most important because when you have, um, when you have like Japan's a few ahead, and you have like North America who's playing expanded tournaments and not only focusing on mm-hmm. on standard, and then you have Europe that only plays standard, and like going into a, a world's um, area. To just leave it as standard is kind of not fair. But when you do the rotation, it's like, okay, we're all playing a different format. It's not, there's yeah. no, like, we've all been playing this, you know. But I do kind of feel sorry for, um, what's his name? It was Broxton who does, who plays uh, Shocklock? Croxton. 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 Yeah. It's like, he's literally dominated with that deck. Like every tournament, everything, but it's like he could never win worlds with that. As good as he <laughs> is, he could. There's no chance. There's nothing he yeah. could do. You know, it's like it kind of, it kind of sucks. It's like if they did something, even if it was just like day one is expanded or something. No, for, it would it would make it like the the issue again. Like Isaiah said, it makes it too unfair for players like Europe, where they have like no, no access to this card pool. Like, um, for example, if you, uh, I don't know if the two of you filled out the survey. I did. Yes. Uh, on my end. Didn't. So <laughs> your dad probably got. God damn it! I didn't get one. I'll send you one. I'll send. Oh wait, it's already it. over, right? Yeah. It's already over. Yeah. yeah. yeah his dad probably got it. Okay. Um, but the survey itself, like, asked about both formats. And in terms of standard, like the only thing I could offer was like probably a more decisive ban list. And then for expanded, like the biggest gripe I had, and I kind of like cooked them for it, was the card pool is too big and the cards are too inaccessible. And that's what's really stifling the growth of expanded. Like I think expanded has the potential to be an amazing format. I think it has the potential to uh, be very fun, as we can see right now with the bans and everything. But the card pool is so incredibly inaccessible 
that like cards really? like Tropical Beach, oh, Flygon, so. uh, Trevnor even, for example. Um, like Trevnor after St. Louis was like an like an unfindable card. Yeah. Um, like Milotic, like all these cards are incredibly inaccessible to find. And I'm not trying to pay like $600 for one expanded deck. Yeah. Um, like Dark Patches are like upwards of $20, $25. VS Seekers are all expensive now as well. Like holding on to expanded extra cards right now, you're sitting on a gold mine more or less. And when it comes to that, like Pokemon, if they want to continue doing expanded, needs to do something with it. Computer Search is a card that has continued to go up in price. It has not gone down like ever. Um, like Dowsing Machine, same thing. Like that was the biggest thing that I cooked them for because I genuinely really like expanded. I get to play Beast but I also get to change bees every time I play it. But like, that's the fun of expanded. Like, right. Like I know bees, but when I build my lists for bees, I have to take into account every other deck that's potentially meta. I have to take into account every other potential threat. And there's so many cards to take into account, <laughs> but like tropical beach being a limiting factor, for example, or like, yeah, like it's just, it just makes a couple of decks inaccessible to a couple of people. And they're doing a very good job of that in standard by printing those battle decks with like ADP, yeah. Picaram, like that stuff. Like if you want to be a new player into the game, you could literally go grab one of those decks, vibe out, and you have um, everything you need. You're good to go. Like, yep. but as an expanded player, you don't have the access to that same like the same means. Yeah, I, I, yeah that's a good point. Um, I've always liked expanded, kind of for that point. Like your cards don't go, don't depreciate. You know, when you have a shaman. The rotation happens. Still got expanded. The card's still worth something. It just yeah. The way you explained it, it's it's a lot more. Not only is that card worth something, now it's worth too much. It gets to a point where it's too much. It's unaccessible. People don't want to play it. But the battle decks, that's such a good idea. They did an expanded one. You know, throw Tina Chomp battle deck out there. It's like I don't know. I think that would be dope. I don't. I think. Ex- an expanded one, it might be like too valuable. I don't know if you can make. I mean, it would be a great idea, but I think it would be hard to for them to make an expanded battle deck. I think I really. It might be better for them just to focus on building standard. Um, I don't know. I think the expanded one would be awesome because uh, it, it would be it would be weird for Pokemon to go all the way back and do that. Though I do like, it's kind of like a. But if they're gonna have um, the format, you know. Well, but they don't really have the format. Would be my argument. There's only a, it's only a format in one region of the world, and That's then it's true. less than. Half of our events. So while it would, I mean, it is technically still a format, and it is something that we have to we have to look at. And like we've all said, we all obviously enjoy playing expanded. I think it's amazing to find the combinations and the new cool decks. Um, I think it's better for Pokemon to focus on standard. It's also just yeah. easier for new players because you don't want someone to buy this new battle deck that just came out and then go to their local league and they're like, oh, you can't play with half of your. That's new true. Cards. Yeah, that's, that's fair true. too. Yeah, that's super fair. Also, yeah, like Isaiah's right. Like. For players like in Europe where they don't have expanded, they barely have tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, like this is just like a moot point for them. Like, gather like for them, it's already hard enough to gather cards. Like that's where my accessibility comes in. Like, yeah. I-, I firsthand had to experience that in Dallas, where mm-hmm. like gathering like five copies of Shock Lock was one of the most incredibly stressful experiences of my life. Like, definitely. Uh, and like that would have that would have held true if it was Turbo Dark. That would have held true if it was Tina Chomp. That mm-hmm. would have held true if it was Eggrow. Any of the major decks. I would have had an impossible time gathering five copies of. Yeah, that's super. Yeah, right. yeah, those cards are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you played in that era, it's not so hard. But if you're a new player or you don't have any of those cards, it, you're right. It's almost impossible unless you want to drop six hundred dollars. 
I, I don't think the cards are the cards are. I mean, that's obviously an exaggeration. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, one point that I will say, like, just kind of a closing thing on expanded. I do think that if possible, Pokemon should keep expanded in America, just because we have so many events. I do think that it would get um, maybe slightly stale at some point because we have events where it's like regional, regional, break, regional, regional. So we would have four regionals in the same standard format, back, 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 back. And I think that around the second regionals or by the second regionals, the format is usually pretty much solved. So while there can be new decks that come out for the last two, I do like where we have a switch of format somewhere in there that makes it uh, a bit more interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I like Expanded. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do. The ban list is dope. Um, I'm glad they started doing that. That made things a lot better. Um, I hope we see it in more in expanded. A lot of games have ban lists that we don't have, but I think that's that's a subject for another time. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is New Year's, guys. Um, this is literally coming out on New Year's Eve. Um, what are you guys' plans for for the next year? I mean, having Pokemon expectations is hard because it's so unclear. But I mean, we can dream. <laughs> So uh, my my hope, I guess the dream, I honestly don't think we're going to have any tournaments in 2021. I think that we will maximum have Worlds late in the year, but I don't think that we're going to have any events. I would love to have events, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, I, w- I would love, even if we just got Worlds, I would love to be able to go to a tournament, assuming it's safe uh, and everything. But personally, um, I'm you know in my third year of high school, so... Hoping to have a have a good junior year, and uh, good luck with the yeah, SATs. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's dope. Like, dude, it always mind boggles me. I forget how young you are, but it's yeah. dope. Like third year high school. That's just, dude. We got like COVID high school is probably weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's interesting. I I don't really mind it because. My best friends, I don't see anyways because they're all in line with Pokemon. True. And so, like, I wake up, I wake up at 7, I shower, I sit in front of my computer and do school for three hours because it's a shortened day. And then, you know, I can go, I can take a nap <laughs> right? after school. Like, I can do whatever I want. I have so much more time in the day. And then uh, I, I can just call my friends at night. So right. I, I don't get to see my school friends, but uh, I get to see my best friends, which are Pokemon people from around the world. I can call yeah. and talk to them just as much as I normally yeah. would. So yeah. it isn't, I understand that for a lot of other people, it's a lot more problematic than it is for me because I obviously have these connections. I'm used to yeah. not seeing my friends as much. I also, uh, I don't really mind staying at home. I have a huge family, so I can always socialize with them. So That's I'm tough. definitely on the upper end of the situation in, in COVID, yeah. but yeah, I yeah. guess that's uh, that's my take on how it's been for me during right. high school time. Like my my senior year, I didn't. I had like I had three classes. I started school mm-hmm. at like six. I ended school at nine. I was like, <laughs> why am I even going to this place? Like, I don't yeah. know. Like one of my classes was student aid too. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> dumb. But it's kind of cool. I don't know. Um, I get how people are are crying about it. Like. Are you hoping to be able to or walk, graduate? Are they going to do that? Do you know? I, Bro, he's I would he's hope. Got time. I, I know he's got time, so, yeah. but I, like I have a, I have an extra year. I would hope by. Do next you know? Year. Did they do? Did they do that at your school with the seniors last year? They didn't know. They had like no. a. 
some online thing where they had a huge thing and they like showed everyone's face. Oh gosh. For a second, so. uh, I hope I I really hope you're able to watch because like yeah. that that was a good time. I think it was a good time. You know, so I hope I hope you're able to do that. Um, Thanks, Zach. I, I do as well. <laughs> What about you, Roll? You look super focused. So, <laughs> I, I, was just, I was just responding to a message uh, yeah. from my mom from upstairs. Uh, so basically, for me, Pokemon, uh, I hope we have worlds. Uh, I was talking to Nico about this last night, actually. Um, where, like, I talked about this when I was on the podcast before as well. Like, there's a chance that worlds might happen, but, like, in a bubble format where, like, spectators slash the open are kind of cut out. Um, like... Like, all these things could happen, and it wouldn't be the worlds that everyone would expect to happen, or, like, how amazing it would be, or the prestige would be. But I would rather have worlds than nothing at all. And that's coming purely as a competitor. Um, I don't know how I'd feel if I wasn't qualified, to be completely honest. Um, maybe I'd have some, like, reservations about it. Maybe I'd be a little more salty about it. But if Pokemon lowered the invite and made it, like, a bubble format, and just said, like, hey, we're going to still have these competitors show up and play... Um, and take care of them like i'd be totally fine with it <laughs> like or even if they just like pushed it to like a november slot where the ic would have been um and just like delay the season until then and we just restart with three ic's for the year or something i don't know uh i would love to have worlds happen uh missing a worlds uh left a bigger impact than i thought it would um i've been trying to make like content on other platforms like tiktok right now so um one thing i've been doing is like You're putting together like a like mini travel vlogs and like I put together one of, like, OCIC from 2018, and I just sat there, and I was like, damn, like, damn, it's really been damn. two, like, almost three years now, like, like, damn, it's been, like, a full year almost since, like, I've gotten to travel to a tournament, and, like, yeah, that kind of, like, hit home for me, um, so it really sucked, uh, so, yeah, hoping I get to see all the homies again, hoping I get to play tournaments, uh, I obviously did not fulfill my resolution of winning a regionals in 2020. <laughs> Way to go, uh, loser. Yeah, dude. Whatever, <laughs> bro. I would have. I was so close. I just Preston didn't tie me in uh, San Diego. That was mine. Uh, but then personally, uh, I'm looking to a master's program, so I want to start by this fall um, into data analytics and science. Uh, no matter what masters I get, I'll probably end up having to move, which will be the first time I've lived uh, without my family, or like, I guess I might have roommates, but. Um, like, besides my freshman year of college, I lived with family, like, my entire life. So COVID, again, not really impacting me as much as it would other people like Isaiah. Um, so looking at my master's program, my target school is Harvard, which is a big thing to say. But I have some connections there, and I have really high hopes for myself. So Isaiah is going to be studying for SATs, and I'll be studying for my GRE. Um, <laughs> so we've got some grinding to do. Uh, so personal development and growth there. Uh, I've been working out. That's been good for me. And then... I'm back to making content, but like again, non-committal. Uh, this Fate of Town podcast will keep me like probably the only commitment I have on a weekly basis. But besides that, uh, I'm just hoping to like have fun with my content, not get sucked into the um, whole like political side of like, oh, you make this kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's some toxicity there in like the content creation side, which I like would like to avoid to the best of my ability. So I'm just gonna like do what I want to do, post what I want to be, and like honestly, like. Just have fun with it, dude. Like, I just want to, like, have fun, make the most of my situation, and, like, the the best thing I've learned during quarantine that, like, I guess applies to everybody here and, like, everyone, you don't have to explain yourself. Like, 
you don't have to explain yourself to anyone about what you're doing. Like, just do what you want to do, what makes you happy. And at the end of the day, only you have like yourself to answer to. Like, if you can go to bed with a good conscience, you did what you did, like the best you did, basically. So just have fun with it, enjoy your life, and uh, come back every week for this. Right? Hell yeah. 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 That's, a, that's, that's a big thing for me. I think um, I started this podcast for fun. You know, it was fun. Um, Chum, Chum pretty much told me I had to do something. Because we're, we're shutting down Sacker Scoop. We're done. He's done. We're all done. He's like, but you're not done. I was like, what do you mean I'm not done? He's like, you got to do something, dude. We can't just do nothing. All right? And I was like, all right. So I, I dove into I've been listening to podcasts for years. And I'm like, this is what I want to do. Pokemon's something I um, really enjoy. I think uh, I've talked to a lot of players. I have a lot of knowledge on the game. Um, let's jump into this. Finally team up with, like, not not trying shit on all my old co-hosts. No, I'm just playing. Fuck you, Tate. <laughs> I don't like you anymore. No. Um, but I teamed up with, like, these these guys are very knowledgeable. Like, we're gonna they're going to bring shit to the table that I couldn't bring to the table. Um, I think the podcast is only getting better. Um, I'm still going to do one-on-ones. Um, I think those are really personal and very... Um, uplifting to the individual that I talk to and um, gets their story out there. Like, I think Isaiah's one is like my most listened to uh, over all all the platforms it's put on, and I think it is like the best one. Um, his story is great, and I hope that people listen to stuff like that. And when we get back to actually competing, that they have someone to cheer for because they know this backstory, and I think that's great. Um. I'm committed to at least a year of this. Um, I'll be here. I also don't care. I don't like, I do not care how many people listen. I do not care um, who's doing what. And we're in a space where there's enough viewers for anyone, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it really takes one message from someone. Like uh, someone posted a comment on one of the videos that was like, your outro mi- music is so good. It, I love it. And like I was sitting in bed when I read that. And I was like, because I edit these videos myself. And I put this music in myself. And I listen to that music every time I do it. And I'm like, I love that music. Like it, it's something. And like it's because I've listened to so many different podcasts. And like. If you listen to something every week, you get addicted to it. So, like, I'll listen to Joe Rogan's, and he has the startup, and I'm like, that, like, does something, you know? So, I, I try to keep it consistent. I'm like, it's going to, one day someone's going to message me and say something about this music. And it happened. And I was sitting in bed, I'm like, this is why I do this. Like, I, I could have 10 viewers, but I get that one message that's like, dude, that music at the end. And I'm like, I can relate to that so much. And I'm like, that is just great. And, like, that's what drives me. Um, so I'm coming into this a, at least a year. Um, if, if we get something great out of it, cool. If we get two viewers and one subscriber for the rest of the year, good run. Like, it's fun. Um, but we got a year at least of this. Hopefully something cool comes from it. Um, I'm working. Um, I'm just I'm, – I'm really after – November, I think I've I've decided to change my life around. I've I've, I've become a lot more positive person, 
and I'm heading into 2021 just looking at everything positively. Um, so when when you when you do send me these negative messages, trying to, I don't know what people are trying to do, but it does happen when you're a content creator. You get messages from people. It's like, just know you can't shake me. Like there is nothing out there, guys. I don't care what anyone else does, and like Rilla says, all it matters is what you care about. You know, if you if you are happy with what you did that day, and when you go to bed, and if you weren't happy. There's another day. You're going to wake up the next day and try, try to make it better. You know? Try again. Try as again. long as you wake up the next day. As yeah, long yeah. As, as long as you up. wake up the next day. Let's, as long as you wake up. Uh, yes, yes. Um, as long as you don't give up, keep trying. Right. Um, as Pokemon comes, uh, the Player Cut 3 is pretty much locked in. I'm pretty sure I already won. Um, <laughs> like, it's not a, <laughs> like, I'm pretty positive. I posted on Twitter because I'm pretty sure that's all you have to do. If you post on Twitter that you that you won, uh, it's like inevitable. So, for sure, for sure. Um, so well, we're actually going to compete in that. So last time I didn't. I'm gonna, You guys got to hold it to me. I'm gonna compete in that. I'm gonna qualify, or I'm not gonna qualify, and we're not gonna talk about it. Um, either way, <laughs> I'm winning. Um, and then we'll see. Online tournaments are, is just where it's at. I'll I'll, I'll hang out on Limitless. Do these online tournaments. I would love to go to Worlds. My goal was um, last year, get my Worlds invite, compete, do the best I can. And then whatever happens after that happens. Like, um, There's a lot of people that put life on hold to do stuff. And uh, Worlds was one of those. Worlds has always been like a thing for me that I want to compete in once. If that means that uh, I have to change my work schedule to accommodate to do all this stuff and change goals that I have. Um, I did that. And with COVID it's expanded that a long, a lot longer than I wanted it to. Um, so we'll see what happens if, if they decide that I don't get to go to worlds because I only have half my invite and we'll see where it goes from there. But it's, it's, we'll see. I just want to compete in worlds once. Hopefully it's this year. If not, um, we got decisions to make, and we'll go from there. Um, I hope everyone has a good New Year's. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Um, <laughs> but have fun. Have fun. It's 2020 sucked. Everyone knows it sucked. Everyone complained. So let's stop the complaining. Let's have one mm-hmm. night of fun, um, and let's make that tonight. And, and if that means going on Zoom and hanging out with friends, do that. That means sitting in your room, enjoying whatever you do, do that, okay? Um, Make sure you like, subscribe. Um, We'll be back. I'll be back Monday. And I got Azul. Um, As far as plans go, got got Azul coming on for the one-on-one. That's going to be a great story, guys. So make sure you follow that. Um, if if, If he doesn't come on... I'm sorry. No, I'm just playing. He's coming. <laughs> oh, I'm no, hyper. Well, I, I haven't even messaged him yet. I'm just, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, make sure uh, like, subscribe, um, and we'll be back next week. Hopefully, there's more news. Um, enjoy your enjoy uh, New Year's, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. Let's scoop it up. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs>